treacherous, and I am leading you through, and I will be your navigator. Keep your focus on me, and you will walk on water. Keep your attention on me, and you will not tire, nor will you fear. I have equipped you, and will have you will have what you need when you need it. You follow me. been uh, hearing for the last week or so the word impartation. I just want to decree and declare the faithfulness of our Father God who gets us through every situation, every and all situations, when we are focused on Him and we do what He tells us to do. For the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease, and great is His faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh every morning.
scripture says that the, that the joy of the Lord talks about it so often. We're to live in joy. We're to do things and read things in His Word and get together with people who stimulate that joy center in us. Bruce just had a word, impartation. And I believe the Lord God would want to impart joy in this congregation today. It seems it seems too quiet for the things that are being spoken for the for the music and the and the power that we have in each one of us. So I impart, I impart. Lord God, pour out your glory. I impart a spirit of joy in this congregation. Let it flow. Lord God, let us see that we are a joyful people. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to us, Write these things down that you hear, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true.
anybody else hearing anything from the Lord? Some good words this morning. I love having this participation. But one of them struck me this morning, and it often does, is how we we need the balance of everybody's gifting. You know? It also brings that a fuller picture too of, of who Jesus is. And we have more of the gifts of God manifesting in our midst. Amen. You guys like aren't still frozen from coming in from outside. Galatians 4, 4 and 5 say this, but when the fullness of the time came, I love that statement. God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who are under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And Romans 5, 6 says, while we were still helpless, at the right time. I love that statement too. At the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. From those two passages, we have when the fullness of the time came. And the other one is at the right time. Isn't that beautiful? See, at the fullness of the time and at the right time, Jesus is going to return. He is always late according to my schedule, but never by his. It's when the fullness of the time and at the right time. You know, Jesus was born in a time very similar to ours during national crisis and things were chaotic. I mean, Israel was under foreign occupation. We basically are under foreign occupation. This hasn't been military. Where foreign soldiers patrolled the streets during Jesus' time. In many ways, the Jews were exiles in their own land. Israel was divided and fractured. They had different factions fighting one another for power and influence. That sounds familiar. Tension was in the air, riots, chaos was common. Sounds pretty familiar. The religious system of worship was corrupt. No comment. The people were under a heavy burden, burdensome religious system created by Israel's religious and political leaders. These same leaders were obedient to the foreign occupation of the Roman government. And they used their political and religious power to manipulate and control the people. It was a time of great trouble. Time of darkness, corruptions, lies, deceit, and manipulation. Very similar to our own time. And the Bible tells us, in the fullness of the time and at the right time, Jesus appeared. 
in the midst of all of that. So who is this Messiah? Who is this Jesus that we worship, that we adore? Who is he? Is he what the church has told us, what tradition has told us? Again, in Isaiah 7, says, Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel, being God with us. I love that because that speaks of God's desire that he wants to be with us, not just a God on a wall or a God in the sky that we sing songs to once or twice a week, pray to in the morning, that he wants to be among us with us. And thank God, because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, He lives in us. In us, among us, and with us. And Isaiah goes on and says, He will eat curds and honey at the time He knows enough to refuse evil and choose good. That's, That's not churchy right there about Jesus. To refuse evil and choose good. For before the boy will know enough to refuse evil and choose good, in case we didn't get it the first passage, he says it again. Repeats it twice. The land whose two kings you dread will be forsaken. This Jesus came in the flesh, a natural body, a natural man, fully human and limited by all human weaknesses and limitations. He came as a baby. Because he needed to learn and he needed to grow, just like every one of us. He was a disciple. The scripture says he was a disciple of his father. Do you know that? The scripture actually says that Jesus was a disciple of his father. He was made lower than the angels for a little while. He increased in wisdom, which means he didn't have all wisdom when he was born. He increased in it. So he increased in wisdom and he also increased in favor, which is grace with God and man, which also means if he increased in it, he didn't have all of it. When he was born. Why? Because he was born purely human, with all limited to all human weaknesses and limitations. He learned obedience through the things he suffered. He referred to himself two and a half times more as the Son of Man than as the Son of God. He had to be made like us in the flesh, in the natural, in all human respects. He's not the only begotten son any longer. He's now the firstborn of many brethren. He lived on earth exactly like you and I can live. Not very many people believe that. (laughs) Fully human, fully man, in total submission to his father. He said this, I didn't come to do my own will. I came to do the will of my father. I can only do what I see him do. I can only say what I hear him say. He not only came and lived and sacrificed his life for each one of us, which would have been more than enough, but he also showed us how we can live and should live in full submission and devotion to the father. He lived a sinless life, pure, holy, and righteous. 
Because literally he was born, since he didn't have a natural father, he was born in a born-again condition. Because he never had sin, the blood of sin coming from the Father within him. Jesus is the full expression of God the Father, the manifestation of who God really is on earth. Jesus is the one new man. Where Jew and Gentile come together to be Christ-like. He is our example. He, a, he alone is the one we are to worship and to adore. I feel especially impressed about focus and focusing on him in the time that we live. The deception is so rampant. If we get our focus off him, like Peter, we will begin to sink. We must keep him in our sights at all times. Our ears attuned to his voice at all times. He's the Holy One, the Righteous One. And he is coming back one day soon to receive us all. This is the one, Jesus, the Messiah, who we celebrate, who we follow, who we worship, and who we obey. Jesus. Happy birthday, Jesus. We celebrate you. We celebrate you each and every day. Father, I thank you so much for who you are. Jesus, who came to be and to live like one of us. Who so identified and was tempted in every respect like we're tempted. Thank you, Father, for the miracle of the new birth, the new creation within us, and the Spirit of Christ living within us, being filled and baptized by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving us eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying and doing. We bless you, Lord God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen.
Lord.
the night Jesus was arrested, he ate his last Passover meal with his disciples. And when he broke the bread and took the cup, he said, do this in remembrance of me. So we're going to prepare now to take the bread and the cup and and continue to do it in remembrance of him and keep him in remembrance at all times. Not just while we're doing communion, but tomorrow and the week ahead and the months ahead. Amen. Dale, could you come up and give me a hand? So after supper, he took the bread, he broke it, and he said, take and eat. This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. You can please come up and come forward and take a piece of bread, take a cup, and if you can return to your seats, then we'll take it together.
Father, we thank you for sending Jesus on our behalf, that you loved us so much. You value each one of us. You're so passionate about us, Lord. Thank you so much. We thank you that he allowed his body to be broken and his blood to be spilled on our behalf for our redemption. And we look in anticipation of His second coming, His return. And Lord, as we partake of the bread and we partake of the cup, we do this in remembrance of our Lord and Jesus Christ. To keep our focus on Him, our ears attuned to You. And that we commit to be obedient to You in all things. May You be glorified in everything that we say and do. Father, we ask for the salvation of this nation and the people within it. In Jesus' mighty, holy name, you can take of the bread and take of the cup. And as you're standing, I want to decree this over you this morning. May you be filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please Him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all power, according to His glorious might, for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience, joyously giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light, I bless you now in the name and above all names, Jesus the Messiah, that you will be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, a carrier of His presence and authority, 
Christ in you, the hope of glory. Blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. What He tells you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered in your ear, proclaim upon the housetops. Be strong, be bold, and be courageous. Stand up and stand out. Be careful to do all that He is showing you to do. You have been raised up with Christ. Keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. For we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, that we may proclaim the excellencies of Him who has called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. Grace and peace, rest and hope to you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Now, before we're dismissed, you can sit down. We have one last thing to do. Cherie, could you come forward, please? Today is Cherie's last Sunday as our administrator. She's retiring. So we're going to form a SWAT line now. And <laughs> but let me say something first. Cherie's been with us for a long time. What, 15 years? Something like that, as the administrator. She's been so faithful. She's been very easy to work with. She does so many things around here. It's just amazing. The decorations she does constantly. Um, she's just a blessing. She's always been available. She's always been just so easy and, and getting things done and very done with excellence because I fly by the seat of my pants. I make last-minute decisions, and I just like, hey, you know, I just, you know, and the, the the musicians know that, and those that work with me, it's just like, oh, let's do this instead, and and that's that was kind of rough to get along with you and I at first, wasn't it? <laughs> but we, uh, she she does really good, and she's so used to that, and I'm gonna miss her as our administrator, and I just wanted to take this time before Christmas, just 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 to thank her. And thank her so much. Sarah, could you bring, we just got you just a little thing of and flowers and a And I just want you to know that when you cards. give your tithes and offerings, okay, you're giving it to the Lord, but it's prayed over every single seed mm. that you have planted within this church, within other ministries that we sow into, has been prayed over and spoken up and held up before God. I would say I made it myself, but I'd be lying. (laughs) And I don't lie. Well, I tease a lot. But bless you. And we have a couple cards for you, too. So we'll set this somewhere. Where's Rich? Rich, you want to hold her plant? Because it's really, really heavy, and I'm being strained right now. Thank you. Oh, a picture. That's a good idea. Renee, why don't you come up here, too? It's on. It's on. Maybe it's not back there. Okay. There we go. 
All right. So um, I, I really didn't want to say anything at first because I didn't want to cry. But um, uh, so I have to tell I have to tell a little story so that I, I'm not like abandoning everybody and I'm not what you know whatever. And I just want to say that this has been the most growing part in my life, and um, it, you know, so I'm a very organized person, so flying by the seat of my pants was not <laughs> my idea of, of good, but it, it's caused me to stretch and grow, and, and you all have been so awesome to, um, I mean, to help me and to, and, and just, you know, just support just a high in the morning. Sometimes I come in in the morning and it's like I've got 50,000 things to do and it looks like I'm like not, you know, paying attention to you or whatever. And it's just that I've got, you know, the Lord has always said to do everything with excellence. And so that's, that's the motto that I live by. So, but anyway, so all this last year, the Lord's just kind of been tugging on me a little bit. And so it's just like, I'm going to be 70 this coming, um, in, in June, this summer, and so not that there's an age limit to retiring, but because um, he knows I won't retire. I mean, I'm just I'm always going to be doing something because that's just me. But um, so he um, four months ago he said to me, um, well he was talking to me, but anyway at the time he just said retire in December because January starts a whole new season. And so I thought, okay, I sure, you know, and I sure, I sure. But he was kind of tugging on me all, all of this year, and I didn't want to say anything to Joe. So it was like, you know, you spend 15 years with, working with somebody, and you just, you know, that's, that's, you know. Anyway, um, so, so um, I have to gather my thoughts. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so anyway, so four months ago, I told Joe that I was going to retire. We both sat in the back there and cried. And so, well, you did. You had tears in your eyes. I did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> and it made me cry because I was trying not to cry. And so so I was just being obedient to the Lord, and I just kept asking him, well, what do you have? What, what's going on? Just, just, just put in your notice to retire. I thought, oh, good. Well, he's just going to tell me that, but then he's going to say, ha, surprise, you're not retiring. <laughs> anyway, so I was just trying to be obedient. So... Um, so I, I did, and, and I've been, like, struggling with it ever since. Well, last week, they let Rich go at work for no good reason um, other than they're, they're closing down Office Depot stores, and they picked on some stupid little thing to let him go. And right in the middle of the week, in the middle of my day, he says, come pick me up. And so I was just, like, paranoid and just, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Just all of a sudden, there's, you know, there's no, you know, major major income here. And so, um, but God, I just, and that's why that word about faithfulness, God is so faithful because it's like, so it's not me that's retiring also in December, it's Rich. <laughs> and we are starting the new year off on a different season, but Rich was going to start collecting Social Security in three months in March. So he was going to quit in March anyway, or, you know, retire in March. So just to show you how good God is and how planned. You think he doesn't know what's going on or like, you know, but he's so got you got you in the palm of his hand. Because like two weeks ago I was praying 
when Rich went to work, and I was praying for him. I was praying for our marriage. And then this thing just, like, welled up inside of me, and I just started crying. And I said, God, well, I call him Daddy, Papa, Father, whatever. I don't really call him God. But I said, you know, the best part about our marriage is when we were in ministry together, because we've done a lot of ministry together in the past before we came here. And I said, those were such precious times, and I just love them. They're the favorite times in my life. So, Father, if you could find a way to make that happen, that would be awesome, you know. So then, you know, all of a sudden he, you know, he just gets let go from work. And then we, we, I panicked at first. And then the Lord just says, haven't I always taken care of you? And he has. He's always taken care of us, always. And we've been through some pretty rough stuff. And he's always got us through. So, um, um, anyway, so we, when we sat down and do the budget, he happens to mention, oh, I forgot. When I first started with Office Depot, I created a 401k. So we have enough money in the 401k to last us through the whole three months <laughs> and then some. So just see how good Father God is. And if it hadn't been for Mark Squires, <laughs> last year... The Lord had me picking his brain for financial things. What do I do? What do I, you know, what, do, what, what should a normal person have saved? And blah, blah. So he gave me, you know, information free of charge, may I say. <laughs> and just, you know, just tell me what to do. And I was just obedient to do that. And then, so I just want you to know how good God is. And we're not going anywhere. Um, but um, at least give us a month or so to kind of. You know, enjoy our freedom. <laughs> and so I'm me and I do things the way I do, but I want to introduce the person. And she's not taking my place. She is who she is. She is she is stepping in and doing her job as the office administrator here. And Sarah Hoseman, would you come up, please? I am so excited for you to take over this position, and and yeah, come over here by me, because the whole 15 years I've been here, I've never really got to know you, and just a little bit, she's really quiet, but this is going to change. <laughs> I could tell tell you because she's just she's got she's got it she's got it in here. She does. She's just really quiet, and it's taken me a long time to get to know her because you know on Sundays. I'm, I'm usually buzzing around here, and I don't have time to stop and talk to everybody. So, but I want you to know that she is, she is the, the sweetie. She really is, and she, like she I is. said, she's not taking over my place. She's this is she's going to be this is going to be her job, and she's going to do it the way God created her to do it. So please, please give her, um, you know, at least three months to learn everything. <laughs> and um, and um, I just want you to know how much I love you. And, and you're going to grow, and you're going to learn things that you never thought you learned in the Lord and about people. And to you, too, I just, I love you guys so much. And we'll still be around <laughs> until, until the Lord does something with us, whether, whatever he does. I mean, I'm just, we've always been obedient to do what he's called us to do. So, And I want to thank all of you for, you know, for just who you are, and, and I mean, I could go almost each individual person and say what I love about you, but that would take a long time. So, anyway, thank you so much. Thank you. 
Thank you. Shereen, thank you so much for all your faithful work for so long. We are so blessed. Ha, 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 ha. When I first talked to Sarah's like my sister. This is why. She's been with us a long time, too, and she's so faithful. Um, I'll just tell this. When you, she asked me, like, when I talked to her about it, she goes, what's the job entail? And I said, Sarah. It really boils down to this one thing. Whatever I tell you to do, <laughs> the thing, because I fly by the seat of my pants. But thankfully, Cherie has it all on paper. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Please stay for a little while and ruin your lunch with the goodies that we have back there. And uh, stay in fellowship, because as I mentioned at the very, very beginning, I, I, I know that's what God as our parent, really enjoys, is when his kids are getting along and hanging out with one another and him. So again, Merry Christmas. God bless you. Hey, we are not here next Sunday, so we'll see you in a couple weeks.